Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the Backstage Pass radio program. Thank, Thank you so much, much for tuning in. in. And we are once again getting a little echoey, aren't we? Yeah. Hello, Tanya. Can you hear me? Jean is on here. Yes. Well, the good news is that we can be heard. <laughs> All right. And I'm on, right? You sure are. Okay. So great. Um, just FYI, I just opened the chat room on the Backstage Press Radio page. So if you'd like to join the chat, you can go in there now. now. Go to backstagepressradio.com, just scroll down, and you can either log in with the Blog Talk Radio name, or you can log in as a guest, and you can chat with us there. Or if you're listening to the radio show right now, you can actually watch us. Hello, everybody. Um, you can go to facebook.com forward slash with Tanya, and you can watch on my page, or you can go to facebook.com forward slash backstage pass radio, which is our Facebook page for the show, and you can watch us live there. You'll see Ms. Jean Power Girl, and you can watch there. So, depending on who you want to watch, you can go to whatever Facebook page you like. We're super excited because Jean, on the way out tonight, we have the Carney Wilson. I am super excited. This lady is music. Royalty. Yes, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Me too. I'm crazy excited. Yeah, she's awesome. She's right now. She's actually recording a music video, believe it or not. And she is. She was supposed to be on the show last week. She got uh, very ill, like a lot of people are right now, because it is that season, of course. And she was unable to make it last week, so she um, very is going to be on the show. Tonight, and she's breaking away from a music video to do to do that. So she's just she's so great to, to be making time for us tonight. So we're really excited about that. When she calls in, we will um, we will take her on the show and uh, and get to your questions. And then we also have um, our regular features tonight, and that we'll be doing our uh, overcoming obesity feature, and we'll be talking about uh, the wonderful Jamie Miles. And then we also have some of our stories that we're following for fat fraud. And fat fraud and fat negativity. That's right. We've got a couple of those. I do want to just mention that the intro music that you just heard was written by my very good friend, Michael Bellata. And I would love for you to check him out. He is at michaelbellata.com. And that is spelled Michael the way you would think. B-I-L-O-T-T-A dot com. In addition to being a fantastic musician, he's also an amazing photographer, and I would love for you to check out his work, um, and I'm very grateful to him for writing that intro music for us. So, uh, let's see. What else do we need to tell them? Oh, the, the call-in phone number. We want to give them that. Because, uh, yes. A call-in phone number, if you want to call in and be a part of our show, call us at 347-857-2052. That's 
2052. Yeah, because we do have a giveaway tonight, and that's because we have some wonderful sponsors. We're very lucky. Let's tell them about them. First up is Bariatric Pal. We love them, bariatricpal.com, and also the store, which I believe is fairly new, store.bariatricpal.com. And you can get a discount if you shop there using the code DIVATEAM or POWERGIRL, whichever one you want. You'll get 15% off your order. Bariatric Health Store has some of the lowest and lowest prices and highest quality on over 650 different various vitamins and supplements. They have protein bars, shakes, powders, weight loss surgery products, and weight loss surgery pre-op and post-op diet foods. And um, you can also save an additional 5 to 10% by ordering the bariatric vitamins. Um, or I guess they have an auto ship each month, so you can save some more money that way. And all orders over $59 ship for free. So that's, a, you know, they, I checked out their store, and they have just a huge plethora of stuff. And the prices are already rocking. But you can save another 15% by using the code DBT and PowerGirl. So definitely check them out. And they're a wonderful sponsor and super supportive of our show. So we would really appreciate it if you would check them out and tell them we sent you. Right. We have another sponsor. We have another great sponsor, Willis Liquid Vitamins and Supplements. All Willis Liquid Vitamins and Supplements are fast-absorbing and certified gluten-free. Their naturally flavored liquids taste great while fulfilling the important nutritional requirements of bariatric weight loss surgery patients on their journey to an ever-increasing good health. You can find them at www.wellessese.com, www.wellessese.com. And then, of course, we have Slim Impression. Yes, and I'm actually wearing mine tonight. Look, no bat wings. I need a non. I need one of those bat wing shirts. No bat wings. I absolutely do. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Slim Impression slims and shapes your body without making you feel like you're wrapped up in a mummy. And I can attest to that. I'm super comfortable right now. Loving my Slim Impression. Um, it conforms to every body type, whether your body is an hourglass. Cylinder, pear, or apple shape, you'll look even better after wearing your shapers under the clothes. They're offering a 20% discount using the code POWERGIRL. And you can visit them at slimpressions.com. And you can use that code straight up through December 31st. That's right. And I'm looking forward to uh, trying out some slimpressions because I'm one of the pear shaped people that you mentioned, and I can totally use it. Looking forward to it. Another sponsor we have is Daddios, Daddios.com, the best rockabilly clothing for the entire family, men, women, and kids, www.daddios.com. They have really cute things. If you like vintage dresses, that swing look, I have a dress like that, and I really enjoy wearing it. You're very figure flattering for all body types. Yep, yep. They can, they are awesome. They they um, costume my group the lemon drops, and we wear their dresses all the time. And they're adorable. They're absolutely adorable. Yeah. And then last but not least, new sponsor. Well, new sponsor of the show, sponsor of mine from before. I love them. Bravo bra pads, and I'm going to show you right now. <laughs> Look at <laughs> these are the bra pads. I know. I I I, I have no shame. But listen, these, listen, if you're a woman and you've lost a tremendous amount of weight, you want these. Or if you're a woman in middle age, you know, gravity works. I'm telling you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a 
thing. You've lost a lot of weight, and you don't want to buy another $50 bra. You don't want to invest in these. They're 15 bucks, and they are amazing. And They're if you don't want to get plastic surgery, this will do. This will help hike everything up that you need to hike up yeah. for your spots and everything. Yeah, they're amazing. So Bravo's uh, special bra kind of design helps fill out small butts and bikini tops for natural breast enhancement and for late weight loss irritations. They help deliver a more shapeless silhouette with an increasing cleavage and Bravo boom. Bra pad inserts are also called big boobies and ch- chicken cutlets. Chicken cutlets, <laughs> that's what we call them in Texas. They're <laughs> and natural looking. And they're giving away a $30 online gift certificate tonight for a lucky caller. So keep this number handy. 347-857-2052. You could win a $30 gift certificate and get two pairs of these for your very own. Um, and also, I forgot to show, well, Jean was talking about Willette. This is Willis liquid vitamins. This is the iron that I take, and it's delish. It's fantastic. This is Willis liquid supplements. Check them out, willis.com. And also, I just want to, excuse me, I wanted to just um, point out, Somebody, Jimmy was on the chat on the radio show page and said that he's unable to hear us. Um, I'm looking on the Facebook Live, and I have not seen that. But if someone could just let us know if you're able to hear us, that would be fantastic. Because it would be really awful if we were talking and somebody could not hear us on the actual radio show. Well, I know that they can hear on my Facebook page because... Sandra mentioned that she would like a Batwing shirt also. Right. <laughs> so yes. she can hear. They are. That's pretty fantastic. Right. So, so Holly, Holly just said, said that she can hear us. Now, Holly, yeah. does that mean you can hear me on the Facebook page or that you can actually hear us on the radio show page? Because that's the key. The radio show page is what we're looking for. That would be awesome. Thumbs up. That would be fantastic. So thank you for letting me know, by the way. So this is what I love. We have like we have like our own technical support staff. <laughs> right. You're looking Tell at it. Out. You're looking at it. Thank you, supporters. <laughs> oh, she's so great. She's been on the radio show page. Um, yes. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, great. So okay, so Carney's not here yet. Um, because she's probably still shooting her video. So we are gonna Buy some time <laughs> until she gets here. So you know what I think we'll do? I think that we'll do the giveaway. Why don't we do that? Maybe that yeah. and more people are saying they can hear on the backstage page. Oh, okay, good, good. So people can hear us. That's good news. So here's what we're gonna do. Um, since Carney's not here yet, let's do our giveaway. So we're gonna take. What, what caller should we take? What number? Four. four. We're gonna caller number four. <laughs> so, because um, that's what Gene Harrow. That's like. right. Caller number four, and so we're going to give you the number again, 347-857-2052. So caller number four will win the $30 online gift certificate to win for Bravo Bra Pads. Now, obviously, this is not going to be a big seller with the dudes. (laughs) No, and that's okay. We'll have other stuff, but right now, the Bravo Bra Pads. 
Yeah. That's pretty awesome. And this is, this is, I'm telling you, ladies, you totally want these. And you'll get the money to spend so you can pick out the exact size and type that you need for your situation. You know, we're not picking <laughs> it out for you. Situation. We all have situations. I have my own. I've got a situation over here. I'm a woman of a certain age. There's a lot of situations. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, if you've had children, you have a different situation. Yes, you, you do. Know, I've never had children. So. <laughs> Just any life challenge, gravity. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can all have our own yes. situations. Oh, oh boy. So yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let a couple more calls come in and then I will grab that. But we're gonna talk to Carmen just a little bit. And then let's see. What else do we have to talk about? Well we've got I feel bad because Jamie can't hear us and we're actually talking about him tonight. So Jamie, are you sure you can't hear us? Hmm. You know what? Well, I think Kat just said I hope that we have the Facebook Live. It's fantastic. Kat said, I can hear on the Backstage Pass page, but it's missing a link. So maybe, so maybe what I'll do, I'm going to go into the chat room. And then I type out the link. And then uh, I will go and, and type that out on my, my page, too. So... Let's see. Sorry, I'm, I, you know, I'm clearly not a good multitasker. Okay, anyway, so I'm, hoping, I'm looking forward to talking to uh, Jamie Miles. He looks like he's a fellow Southerner like myself, <laughs> from what I can tell, um, from Jamie's great, which I'm excited about. And he is a television um, performer and star, and um, he has his own story to tell about um, gastric bypass surgery. And thereafter, he gained confidence and started working as an actor in Atlanta, Georgia. And it is there that the Southerners, I'm sure, can bond. I'm from Texas, as you know. <laughs> but, but the Georgians and the Texans have a, a lot in common. Also, that nice accent. Yeah, yeah well, the Georgians have a, a very nice accent. Texans are a little more twangy. Georgians are smooth. They're smooth <laughs> like molasses. So I'm looking forward to talking to you today. But also, we're going to get her negativity in the news. In fact, I have a interesting that negativity thing to talk about. I am a true crime addict. I love reading true crime books. I watch Dateline. I do all that. I think part of it is because I'm an attorney. And when I would try things, I'm a divorce lawyer, but I also, in the counties I practice in, I also saw the criminal cases and I'd watch them and see what went on. And in fact, I um, got in contact with a true crime author Catherine Casey, because I was able to get some background information about a murder that occurred in Coffin County, Texas, um, and because I knew the defendant. But well, after talking to this author, I became interested in another murder that occurred that involved a weight issue, and it occurred in Waco, Texas. So sadly, my great state of Texas has more than its share of murders. I'm hoping it's because it's a larger state, but things happen there, all right? <laughs> anyway, um, it's a fascinating story. Concerning Pastor Matthew Baker was a pastor at a Baptist church and his wife, Terry Baker. 48 Hours 2020 and Catherine Casey wrote a book about what happened there. Basically, Pastor Matt Baker was a charismatic Baptist preacher. He and his wife had two daughters. And um, his wife gained some weight. And I don't think a whole lot of weight because the woman only weighed 190 pounds and she was about 5'6". That's not uh, a lot. No, it's not. And, and she's a beautiful, beautiful woman. If you just Google her name, you'll see just what a doll she is. 
Anyway, Pastor Matthew Baker was a manipulative liar, narcissist, and he got really consumed with his power as a pastor in Waco, Texas, which in Waco, Texas has been called the Jerusalem of Texas or Jerusalem of the Baptist community because that is where Baylor University is, the largest Baptist university in the United States. And also, Baylor University has a very acclaimed and reputable uh, theological seminary where all the the boys that want to become preachers would go to, and they get their theology degrees there. Matt Baker was one of those people. And when he and Carrie Baker got married, she was really excited because um, she wanted to marry a good Christian man, a good Baptist man. I mean, this was the thing in Waco, Texas, if you're from the area, this is the pinnacle. And I'll tell you this, um, there's a, most of the people I know in Waco, Texas, are decent, moral, great folks but not Pastor Matthew Baker. Anyway, so he was married, and there's always a little, you know, he, he had trouble keeping a job. There's always something going on with the woman complaining about his behavior. But, um, you know, he would always come up with some other excuse. Anyway, um, the Bakers had uh, three children. Her second daughter tragically died from a brain tumor when she was about a year and a half old. And as a result of that, his wife, Carrie Baker, naturally suffered grief from all of this. And that could have been a contributing factor to her very slight weight being like I don't think it was to be a thing. And then all these cases where her husband was being critical of his wife's weight. Uh, trust me, Pastor Matthew Baker wasn't exactly Charles Atlas here either, right? We all got a little bit that we need to lose and he was on the same team is all I can say. Anyway, he started kind of gaslighting her, for lack of a better term and you know, wanting to take the doctors and wanting to insist that she was so depressed. And, you know, there might have been times when she was clinically depressed, but she, was, she wasn't moving on yet. She was being grieved by the death of her, chi- of her child, but, you know, she was moving on the best that she could. Meanwhile, back at the church at Crossroads, Crossroads Baptist Church in Cuba, Texas, uh, Pastor Matt Baker started befriending a young woman named Vanessa. Of course, her name is Vanessa. Of course. Vanessa. Vanessa was like, you know, in her mid-20s, blonde, young, and recently got divorced, and an ugly divorce, and a single mom. And her father was the music minister at Pastor Matt Baker's church. And he met her. And then he started hanging out a little bit, and he kept it a secret from friends and family. Then out of the blue, um, all of a sudden, we find out that Terry Baker has committed suicide. And um, Pastor Matthew Baker you know, found his wife, what he described, found his wife um, dead in her room. You know, he went in and came back and she was dead in an apparent overdose of a sleeping pill. She left a suicide note, I'll put that in quotation marks, that was typed on word for and put out, and there wasn't, it, it was assigned her name, typed up, personal signature, and in this suicide note of her, she talked about how sad she was, and she wanted to be able to hug her deceased daughter, and also she loved, you know, she only had nice things to say about her husband, of course, and all right? So, hmm, he called, you know, the emergency people and everything, and, and you know, he wanted to get on with that funeral and get him as fast as he could. The family is in shock. They couldn't believe it. They still had two daughters. So, 
the, you can always count on the women to get involved to get to the bottom of this. Carrie Baker's aunt and niece, and they're like five of these women, knew that Pastor Matthew Baker was a cad in a sleeve hall because they lived in a small town in Hewitt, Texas, which is basically a suburb of Waco. And they had heard that he'd been getting fired from jobs or that he'd been sexually inappropriate with young women and saying things to them. How getting jobs? Well, I, I know. And that's a whole other story about background yeah. camps and things. And as a Roman Catholic, trust me, I know that this is a big mess, all right? right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they started getting suspicious, and they brought this up to Carrie's mom. And at first she didn't want to hear, but she wanted to mourn. This is like a huge tragedy for their family. They lost a granddaughter, and now their daughter, what are they going to do? But let me tell you, and I learned this in divorce law, this is where guys always care about on this type of thing. And, and I'll point out, I'm happily married for over 25 years here. Wonderful guy. As a divorce lawyer for so many years, I know all the moves. Pastor Matthew Baker gave the girlfriend, excuse me, his friend, his deceased wife's cell phone. Gave it to her to use after the wife died. Well, it turns out that Terry Baker's family... They're the ones that set up their cell phone service, so they just added them on, so it was a less expensive deal. And the bill was mailed to Carrie's mom. Carrie's mom opens up, oh, phone bill. And all of a sudden, she realized there's all these calls to and from the daughter's phone. Like, whoa, what's up with that? All right, so oh. this is where the earth shakes, all right? Well, it turns out that, that she, the aunt, the knees, the cousins, everybody, they're outraged by what happened. Outraged, outraged. And one of them had heard that Matt had been critical of Carrie's appearance and been making, they've been going to the gym together and blah, blah, they're taking diet pills together. Oh, you know, no one likes it when a guy tells a gal, hey, why don't we go on a diet together? You know, so every woman <laughs> never. Every woman never. <laughs> any woman ever. Ever and I'm telling you, the girl was not that old, was not overweight. I'm telling you, <laughs> even if she <laughs> was, my God, I know. Okay, you know. So anyway, the cell, it's always the cell phone, the cell phone. So he claims that oh, they're just friends, but 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 sadly, two weeks after Terry's death, it was the birthday of one of the daughters. So what does he do? He rents a limo and is in Waco, Texas. Shows up to the girls' school in the limo to take these girls to a birthday party, and who does he have with him in the limo? Blonde, twenty-seven-year-old Vanessa, wearing a hot pink top. Did you this two weeks after? Two weeks, dos semanas. All right, <laughs> two weeks afterwards. I mean, this is—he's clearly morning. He's so sad, but he did it. He says. Because he wanted the girls to have a good time. And, you know, he wanted to have this fun party at his house where the girls could do makeup and hair. And he didn't know how to do that. And Vanessa was there to help. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, Carrie has like five million aunts, nieces, mom, grandma, whatever. And you think they could all do that. No, Vanessa was the one. All the teachers, and as we say in Texas, God, Jesus, and everyone saw this woman come out of there, out of that limo, one of the big, stupid, common limos. And her blonde self. And go the girls off to the party. So there was another couple that went to the party and they left because they couldn't stand to see her there. All of Terry Bay's pictures and personal items have been and replaced with pictures of Vanessa and her child. No. I'm, not, I'm not making this up. This is a pastor. Uh, this is a 
the passion. I'm not, and I've only gotten through one tenth of the story. Just one tenth. All right. We're not oh going to. We, we don't. We don't have enough show to talk about this in one show. Okay. But I've got let me one let me interrupt for yeah. one second. Yeah. I just want to remind people. Okay. So here's the thing. When I said to call in, I typed, and somehow this dropped the call. <laughs> so <laughs> I. I'm so technically savvy. Um, so I just want to tell people that again. Oh, no, I'm just connecting from Facebook. Yikes. See, this is a hot mess. So, anyways, I want to remind people that while Jean is telling this story, you should be calling this fascinating story about a pastor um, to call in to win a $30 gift certificate to Bravo Brothead. And the number to call in is 347-857-2052. And I will not drop the calls this time. That number again is 347-857-2052. Yes. So please, please call, in. call in while Jean's telling this fascinating story. And I will keep you on hold. <laughs> Just wait on hold. And when we're done with the story, I will take you and you will win the prize. And we're taking caller number four. So thank you. Go ahead, Jean. And, and yes, Sandra. You should only diet for yourself. I agree. Amen. Anytime someone else tells you that you need to go on a diet, that is just, you know, right. that, that ain't happening. And right. also, it's just rude. It's bad manners. Exactly. You know, it's how it is. So, anyway, back to the saga of Pastor Matthew Baker and Carrie Lynn Baker. I know all these people's names because I was so fascinated by the story and, and outraged. And it all comes down to... It all comes down to is Pastor Matthew Baker really thought, A, he could get away with this, and B, he was going to trade up because he really, you know, this wasn't going to work for him. Even though she was a devoted mother to these girls, he didn't afford him to have a sooner wife, and he wasn't even then himself. So I know. <laughs> I'm fascinated that he thought he was going to get away with this. I mean, it's so glaringly obvious. It's so obvious. Well, yeah. okay, so I've, this is where I'm going to leave – let the story. Meanwhile, back in Hewitt, Texas, which is a small town next to um, Waco, the police were called. The paramedics arrived. All right. On the 911 call, Ma- Pastor Matthew Baker is like, oh my gosh, you know, this is how he sounds. My wife, I think she just killed herself. There's a suicide note and there's pills next to her bedside. She is dead. The 911 guy's like, listen, get her on the ground, do CPR, let's go. I want you to do 400 compressions in one minute. Let's go. So I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. I don't know if any of you guys have had CPR training, but CPR is hard work. And if you're doing it solid, you will work up a sweat. I mean, it's just hard. If you've ever seen paramedics or know people in medical field, it's beyond that. I mean, you're giving CPR to somebody who's potentially dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he said he has a phone, like not on speaker, he had it hooked up on his shoulder and he was doing it and he kept saying stuff like, shouldn't I go to the door in case someone comes up and you can hear the 911 say, no, no, CPR, 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 CPR. And the prosecutors, four years later, they really believe that he wasn't even trying any CPR. And in fact, when the paramedics arrived, they saw him standing in the doorway. All right, so the paramedics arrived, they work hard, they do their best, but they determined that um, she had been dead for a while before they arrived. You could tell by lividity that it was pooling of blood in the body and in, in her particular condition. So since this is Hewitt, uh, technically the, the law in Texas says that any time there is a death that adjusts for the peace or medical examiner to come in, uh, in person to the site where the deceased is to make a determination on the cause of death. 
And uh, in this case, it's a Hewitt text with the JP just kind of calling the phone like, hey, what's up? And the policeman on duty said, well, we think it's a suicide because there's a tight note and some pills. And like, okay, just say it's a suicide. And that was it. And there are very few pictures taken, just very few crime scene type photos. They took everyone's word for it. And I think part of it was is the fact that Pastor Matt Baker was a pastor. I think they believed sure. that. Of course, yeah. And on the service that seemed plausible, it could have been. And another suspicious part of it, the two girls, they were there when this occurred. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> they were never there when this occurred because it only gets you know, even more sensitive you can imagine. Are we giving them a cliffhanger? I can talk for days about this. Whenever we get a hold of our guests, we're going to have to stop it. I can keep talking about it. I'm fascinated well, you know what? Let's, let's do a cliffhanger right now. Right. Because I'm going to take the winner. And then we right. come back to it. No so, problem. All right. So I'm going to go to the phone. Hey, everybody who's just joined. Hi. We're, we're taking our winner on, on the line here. I have my headphones back on. It's okay. Okay, I am going to the phones. We're taking caller four. And this is area code 806. You are the winner of the $30 gift certificate from Bravo Bravo. Who's this? Tanya, can you hear me? I can hear you. Who's this? <laughs> okay, you're, you're ready for a big smile. I can see you, but I can't type. This is Cherie Case. Oh, Cherie! Oh, I'm so happy you won! That's so great! Sonia! Oh, yes! So, I just met Cherie recently. Well, I didn't meet her in person. We've met online, and, and Cherie and I have spoken a few times, and she's a lovely lady. And so I'm very, very happy that she won. Oh, that's so great, Cherie! Congratulations, Cherie! That's exciting. As a breast cancer survivor, I don't know what I've won, but... We're going to try it out. Awesome. Oh, that's, you know what, Shuri, you're going to love this. Honestly, I, I wear these every single day. I love them. I love them. I'm sure. I love them. That's clearly no name. I've just shared that information with everyone. Fantastic. And from what I look at, I think of all sorts of different types of configurations or whatever. Yeah. You know, you, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, Shuri, you know what? Drop me a private on Facebook, and I'm going to hook you up with people at Bravo Broadpads, and we're going to get you all set with your with your prize. Sounds great, hon. Love okay. to take that out. Oh, thank you so much for listening. Take care. Take care, hon. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Oh, that was, I'm so glad that she won. She's a real sweetheart. I'm, I'm really happy that she won. That's great. Yeah. That's great. And I, and I uh, listen, I need to go and get on that website when we're done here because I tried on a blouse this morning that wasn't going to work, and I think I need to do this. You know what? Um, I asked someone a long time ago before I knew what this was, what a bustier was. And I remember, they couldn't tell me, but I saw the comedian Sandra Bernhard. Do you guys remember her? I love her. She was on David Letterman, and she's wearing a bustier. And David Letterman goes, what's a bustier? And she says, they boost your yays. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that I need to boost my yays and Bravo bra pads are going to get me there. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I hope you're listening because that's so great tagline for them. Yes, it is. Bravo bra pads, we boost your yays. Listen, all of us women, we need to do it because I don't want to get plastic in that particular area. I mean, I'm not opposed to it morally. I just, it just 
shirt. <laughs> you know what? I'm, 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 looking at my, I'm looking at my Facebook feed, and the last two people in right now are Jamie and Brad, both gentlemen, and I'm sure that you <laughs> love this conversation right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But we can, we can talk about other things, and I can continue with my true crime, fat, hatefulness report. But you know what? Before we do yes. that, let's just really quickly now. We're still waiting for Carney, and I, you know, I apologize to everybody, um, but Carney is doing us a huge favor today because she is um, she's jumping out. A, a music video that she's recording to call in. So my guess is that she's running late, and so that's why she has not called in yet. Um, but so we're clearly filling time until she calls. But we have plenty of stuff to talk about until then. So we're going to keep talking until she gives a call in. Um, but she'll call. We're just we're, we're waiting her for her to finish up with, with what she's doing. Right. In the meantime, we want to just do a quick break to once again thank our sponsors. Um, at Mid Show Point, and that they are again um, the Bariatric Pal Store. And again, you can go to store.bariatricpal.com and you can save 15% by using the code DivaT or PowerGirl. And they have tons of great stuff to choose from. They have protein bars and protein shakes, and they have meal replacements, and they have just tons of great stuff. So definitely check them out. And try out some of their stuff. Tell them that we sent you over here and say hello. And then we've got Wellness. Wellness liquid supplements. Um, they've been a longtime sponsor of mine. Wellness, W-E-L-L-E-S-S-E dot com. And then uh, we've also got Slimpressions. Slimpression shapewear, slims, and body shades without making you feel like you're wrapped up like a mummy. Impression shapewear for women conforms to every body type, whether your body's an hourglass, cylinder, pear, or apple shape. You'll look even better with our body shapers under your clothes. They're offering a 20% discount to their store. Just use the code POWERGIRL. POWERGIRLIMPRESSION.COM. Offer is good through the end of You'll never get POWERGIRL. And um, I'm looking forward to getting my. Um, First set of slim impressions. I heard they're awesome and yeah. soft, and you won't break a nail putting them on, which is what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got Daddios.com, the best recommended for the whole family. They have men, women, and children, and they they do all of our costuming for the women drops. So they're fantastic. We love them. And last but not least, the wonderful Bravo Broadcast. Yes. Right here, here, boys. I know. And there's all different kinds. Excited, right? Those may not work for you, gentlemen, but there's other ones. All right. I do love that we have the Facebook portion of this now yes. that they can actually see what's going on. For those of you who are just listening to the program or maybe listening to the later archives versions, by the way, um, if you ever miss one of our programs, we're on every Friday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. But if you if you aren't able to listen to it live, all of our shows are archived. You can always go to backstagepodcastradio.com and listen to the program afterwards. So, um, so you can listen to any show that you've missed, and uh, and it's all. You can also find us on our, on iTunes listed as a podcast, so you can check us out there too. But I do love that we do the Facebook Live because now you can actually see some of the stuff that we're talking about, like these lovely in right. that, that you see. see. As, as a woman, you don't, don't really get it because you know you guys have to deal with it. With women, we've got a special, as Jean calls it. Situation and and gravity is kinder to the gentleman, so that's yes. good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure guys have their, their own issues, right? But it is but, kinder to them, yeah. but that's okay. <laughs> so, anyway, so now Jean is going to take us back to the pastor. She's going to move on from there and let you know what happened from there. So, back in Hewitt, Texas. <laughs> 
Pastor Matthew Baker, two weeks after the death of his wife, the alleged suicide of his wife, he's having a birthday party for one of his young daughters at his home with Vanessa, his blonde-haired young friend, at his house, where all pictures of his wife have been removed and replaced with pictures of Vanessa and her child, including the pictures on the refrigerator with the magnet. Oh, my God. All of it. So another couple were there, and they left because uh, Matthew was sitting on the sofa, and Vanessa laid her head on his lap, and they just went, we didn't deal with it anymore. So that was the first big clue. The first, <laughs> the first really big clue was the telephone bill. And the second was the lack of any type of empathy on the concern. So the family, the mom, the aunts, the nieces, they decided to investigate this themselves and went to the uh, police chief of Hewitt, Texas, to ask why there wasn't an investigation. And uh, he just refused to help. He's like, listen, I've already, we've already, the medical examiner's already said it's a suicide. We're done. Get out of here. You're not going to get a better result. You need to get over it. Well, these intrepid ladies weren't going to get over it, and they basically became the Charlie's Angels of Waco, and that's what they called themselves. They hired a lawyer who used to be a, a um, United States prosecutor, and he got a former member of the Texas Rangers, which is an um, investigative statewide outfit in Texas, like Walker, Texas Ranger, but it was Chuck Norris, to investigate this case. And they filed a civil lawsuit against Matthew Baker for wrongful death. So meanwhile, Pastor Matthew Baker is still preaching at Crossroads Baptist Church and this is the church where Carrie's family still attends. Still, still preaching because he's trying to get some sympathy because many of the people didn't know the whole backstory. But they started getting suspicious because he began openly dating Vanessa. And in fact, to show what a gentleman he was, Vanessa, who I believe was 26 at the time, maybe 25, 25 at the time, he'd been married before, divorced, long. Pastor Matthew Baker went to Vanessa's home and spoke to her father to get permission to court her. <laughs> to, to court her. How's that? <laughs> to court her. And um, Vanessa's father found that unusual, saying, well, yeah, that's up to her. But he started courting her. And he um, was uh, supposed to, in addition to preaching at Crossroads Baptist Church in Hewitt, Texas, he was supposed to have, like, Bible study courses and things like that, and he was always skipping them or canceling at the last minute so he could spend more time with Vanessa. About three weeks after the death of his wife, Vanessa and Matthew Baker's daughters were spotted at the Waco Mall, the Richland Mall, I believe, at Kay Jewelers. With him, he had his wife's uh, engagement and wedding ring set. Oh, no. He sought to see if he could get some type of credit with Kay Jewelers so that he could buy an engagement ring for Vanessa. This is so <laughs> Oh, yeah. Bizarre. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. The girls are there and everything. Vanessa um, was trying on rings and she was asking Matthew, Pastor Matthew Baker, how they look on me. And he'd say, get whatever you want. You know, you're the one that's going to be wearing them. Later, when there's ultimately a trial, the K. Jewelers clerk testified to this because she <gasps> thought it was unusual, you know, because then she was asked about it. She specifically remembered him coming in there because Vanessa had her baby, Matthew had his two girls, whatever. So this is how brazen this display of treachery was. 
So this occurs. Well, he he's at Crossroads Baptist Church, and also he had a second job at a um, residential treatment center for youth that were struggling with mental illness issue, issues, and he was the resident pastor there. I think somebody is struggling with mental illness issues. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> for sure. And I will say, it's no, having to deal with a few narcissists in my divorce practice, it's really, you can't cure narcissism, all right? <laughs> There isn't a cure for it. Oh, and it gets ugly. It just gets so, 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 All right. So he loses his job at the counseling center because a young woman there complained that Matthew was trying to grope her. I know we've been hearing the word grope a lot in the news lately. No, and it's killing. Not say anything. I won't digress, but groping occurs everywhere, people, and women shouldn't have to put up with it. And she complained, and Pastor Matthew Baker was fired because like five other women complained similarly. I just can't believe this is the point that he gets fired. Like it's it's he's not there's no like. Like, like he's, he's not, not put, put on um, probation or anything else. Oh, like prior to this. Oh, he, it, it, this is this is a couple of weeks. There isn't time for the any legal. Oh, this is still within. Oh, the, we're still like oh, in a month. Here. Right. We're still in a month here, Tanya. I mean, we hadn't even started to burn this candle. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I tell you, yeah. we're a tenth of the way in. Oh my this God, saga continues. All right, it 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 is. Fascinating. We may we may need to have this a continuing saga. I think we are yeah. because it, it is a long, long, long road. And actually, the author who wrote about this is called um, "Deadly Little Secrets" in the book by Catherine Casey. She and I even talked about it because I was just it took my breath away the story how brazen it was and how it took four years for there to be an ultimate determination by the court of what four she years. My God, four years because. Pastor Matthew Baker was that slick a character, but he wasn't slick enough, you know? Well, how much of it was because he was a pastor and people wanted to give him a a pass because of that? Um, Actually, the prosecutors do believe that was a part of it. That was half of it. And also the the person, Vanessa, who could probably provide the most information was really stonewalling, too. It's really stonewalling. But also, what really hampered it, and we'll go back to Hewitt, Texas, the police chief wouldn't cooperate, so... The attorney and the investigator that were hired by Carrie Baker's family, they really, really started exerting pressure on the police department and the district attorney's office to, at a minimum, conduct an investigation to exhume the body to perform an autopsy. Three months after Carrie Baker died, they did, in fact, get the medical examiner slash JP slash dude who didn't want to get out of bed to determine, you know, to <laughs> agree how this woman died. He did agree to change the finding from death by suicide to undetermined. With that, they were able to get an order from the court to exhume Carrie Baker's body, which is a tragic thing to do, but I really don't think they had a choice in this circumstance. Yeah. But the problem is they did conduct an autopsy, but the body had been involved and it had been three months. And they did find... Um, is a muscle tissue, traces of Unisom, which is an over-the-counter sleeping medication, and Ambien, which Carrie never took, prescription drugs, Ambien. And so from there, the investigation went. The prosecutor's office did arrest Matthew Baker. He got out on bail because he, by then, had moved to Kerrville, where his family lived. Because, meanwhile, he got fired 
from Crossroads Baptist Church because people started talking. Me and Vanessa were seen together. It seemed really suspicious. So I'm assuming you know, that Vanessa did not have a weight issue. Oh, no, no, no. But Vanessa was young and thin and everything. Yeah. You know, she did not. She did not. She was a... We'll talk about Vanessa later. Vanessa Bull <laughs> is her name. A school teacher. Oh, <laughs> influencing young minds. A school Lovely. teacher. She taught English, I believe, and she was also a basketball and track coach oh, at a school district near Waco, Texas. Anywho, we'll talk more about her later and what she had to become involved with. So Vanessa was much thinner and um, actually 80 pounds lighter than Carrie Baker. But again, Terry Baker was a cute gal um, and with cute kids and everything, and much more beautiful than Pastor Matthew Baker. He right. definitely had married up in this situation. Sure. In terms of not just looks, but in terms of heart and soul and personality, because she was a sweet lady and a, and a really nice family. And I do like the Charlie's Angels, as they call themselves, that we're not going to let this go. Good for them. So Matthew gets fired and moved to Hewitt. The people, I mean, he moved to Kerrville. The people in Kerrville, Texas, rallied around Matthew Baker because he was a popular guy there. His church there had fundraisers. He was such, you know, for him to help pay for his criminal defense fund. And um, they were raising money. And a really good lawyer, um, James Gray, I believe is his name, agreed to represent Matthew pro bono. That means for free because he so believed in his cause. He really believed that he was being railroaded and everything. Well, he was arrested, but in Texas, after I think four months, if they do not indict you, if not give you specific charges, then they have to drop the case. And the reason people are so particular about murder cases is because if they don't have all the information they need, the prosecutor does, and you're acquitted on a murder, then you're done. Because you can't try someone twice for the same crime with double jeopardy. So they didn't do it. They weren't that aggressive in pursuing the lead. So they dropped it, and Matt, Matt Baker wasn't under criminal suspicion. So that's when um, they continued their civil investigation. They deposed Matthew Baker. They tried several times, and he ultimately agreed to answer questions. Now, he didn't have to answer questions. It was a civil case. But he's such an arrogant ass, for lack of a better term, better term, that he went ahead and answered his question on video for God, Jesus, and everyone to see. And they asked him specific questions about, so what happened? How did you find your wife? So here's the story, according to Matthew Baker. He and his wife, you know, were, were going to have um, hang out and watch TV because Carrie wasn't feeling well. They together had gone to the YMCA to work out. There's Matthew again trying to get the wife to exercise. And listen, he's going to need more exercise. Big Jesus and his Walmart shirt and everything. But anyway, I didn't even do that. She wasn't feeling well, so they went home. And they were just in bed. And that's how he described it, watching TV while I, Matt, was taking care of the girls and doing all the housework. And taking things. And she wasn't feeling good. But it was 11 at night, and Carrie said, you know what? Um, can you go and get me a movie? I want to watch When a Man Loves a Woman. That was a movie we watched on our first date. We go out and get it for me. He's like, okay. So I went, you know, when your wife asks you to do something, you got to do it. So according to Matthew, he leaves. He drives his car to the nearest gas station, and he fills up his car. And then he goes to the video rental store. I think this is in 2005. <laughs> when a Man Loves a Woman, because they saw that on their first 
day, he returns and he notices that the bedroom door is locked. And then he uh, breaks into the door with a screwdriver and he notices that his wife is laying on the bed naked. Now, all of her family members are like, Carrie is not a naked laying around kind of gal. There's no way she would have been naked. That's yeah. what he claimed. And that he called 911, and while he was performing CPR, he was also putting her clothes back on her because he knew that she would be embarrassed if she was exposed like that when the paramedics came. And this is, this is what had happened. And so then the attorney said, well, why don't you draw, you draw for us on a paper the position that Carrie's body was in when you discovered her. So he drew it like she's like Fred Eagle on the bed. And he drew a little stick figure. And you can see it all on video. I mean, he was so arrogant, so consumed with him being on the right side of everything that he just knew that this was going to be convincing. And that, that's what he said. And he said he had it all, that, that's how he had it lined up. Well, they take this information and by looking at the lividity of the blood pooling in the body of Carrie, that there was no way that her body could have been in that particular position because the way the blood fell in her body itself at the lowest point of your body, that's not how her body was positioned. Her arm would have been hanging off the bed or something like that, and that's not what happened. Also, they determined there's no way that he could have performed CPR, got her dressed in 90 seconds because it turns out that the Hewitt paramedic the guy lived down the street from him, so he got there right away, and her body was already cold, and lividity had already set in. And there's no way that what Matthew described could have occurred in that time. Still, the prosecuting attorney would not um, um, prosecute this case. They just wouldn't, couldn't, didn't, shouldn't, shouldn't, whatever. So they decided that the, the only way that they could really try to find out what was going on is they had to get to Vanessa. They had to get to Vanessa Bull. So the Hewitt Police, Vanessa, Vanessa. So the Hewitt Police did interview Vanessa, and you can see it on YouTube. This was a Vanessa Bull, Bill Theater. She wore a John Deere T-shirt and some shorts. And at the time, she goes, I mean, you could, <laughs> even the clothing, even the clothing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's right. She's all flipping her hair and, you know, yeah, I don't know what you're talking to. You really need to talk to Matt Baker. <laughs> and they go, well, Matt's not talking to us anymore. And so so they got a police investigator named Ashton Rodriguez, who is kind of has been described kind of as a um, Hispanic Colombo. He's one of those gumshoes street police guys that really understand how to tell if someone's lying and how to really talk to them and talk them and talk them and talk them until they finally relent and give the information. So he pursued her. She would always avoid the police. She wouldn't return their phone calls. So finally, Abden Rodriguez showed up at the school that she taught at in the, in the office. Vanessa, someone's here. She showed up and she was shocked and outraged that the police were there to talk to her. They said you didn't return her phone call, so we're going to talk now. She, the only thing she would admit to is that after the death of Carrie Baker, she and Matthew did in fact date for a while. She would admit to that and nothing more, and that is it. She didn't know anything, couldn't do anything, whatever. But the pressure continued. Um, Matthew Baker, when he was he was finally arrested a second time, the district attorney's office arrested him because 
they told Vanessa Bull, we want you to testify in front of the grand jury and we'll give you testimonial immunity, which means that whatever you tell us in the grand jury, we cannot use it against you to prosecute you. Evan Rodriguez, the detective, talked to her and said, listen, I know what you know. I know you're a huge liar. And if you lie to that grand jury, I'm not only going to take down Matthew Baker, I'm going to take you down too. So you can cooperate or you're going down. Wow. She marched in the grand jury room and the prosecutor said she still denied having an affair with him while he was married to his wife. But she did admit they dated afterwards. And finally, the prosecutor said, did Matthew ever tell you anything about the death of his wife? And this is when all hell broke. She said, yes, she told me that he killed her for me. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. Yes. So they indicted Matthew Baker that day. And Vanessa Williams was the star witness for the prosecution. And we're going to take a break here for a second. But the uh, testimony that Vanessa Williams gave gave was so shocking. It, it'll, it'll take your breath away when I tell you about it. But I think we need oh, to take a break. Oh, that's a good here. listening. <laughs> that's a good listening. It is shocking. So, okay. So, I think that is a perfect place to put that story we'll on. We, we, we shall continue. Yeah. So, that, you know, because, again, that's this is part this story. I'm like, I feel like I'm listening to, like, an audible book. I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's great. And, it's, and it, it has to do with he thought he deserved a thinner, a thinner and woman. sexier woman. Right. The, the whole story is based around the fact that, that his wife was too heavy for him, and right. he thought he deserved a supermodel. Yeah, and he was like super hot, not. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> not. So, not. Yeah, so what? So, with this section of 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 our show, the fat fraud and fat negativity in the news, these stories that we're following, they're, they're stories that we're actually following. So, right. Um. So. So, you know, it could be a couple of weeks, it could be a couple of months, you know, but we're going to talk about them from week to week and until, yeah, until they're, you know, they're not really newsworthy anymore. Um, so for that story, we're going to kind of put that on hold and Dean's yes. going to tell you more about it next week. Yes, I will. Um, yeah. So because I do want to get to um, to Jamie's story because we want yes. to tell you a little bit about him. and Southerner. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then we have a couple of other stories for Fat Fraud before, before we go. I do want to mention that Connie has not called in yet, and that's a huge bummer, but I know um, if that's the case, that he's probably um, unable to get away. There's probably a real good reason. I hope yeah. everything's okay, Connie. Yeah, I hope so, too. Um, and I, you know, maybe she, I mean, she may still call in. Um, I, I, I sent her a quick uh, email. Hopefully, she'll get that, and um, I, I don't really know um, what is keeping her. I mean, I know she was shooting a video tonight, so my guess is that it's running late or that um, she really can't get away from it. So, um, so I, I apologize to our listening audience, but we do have some great, some other great stories for you. So um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you about those. Also, um, I did run a contest today, and I, the contest was, I was running on bariatricpal.com. And the contest was to uh, ask a question to Kearney. And the person whose question we chose would win a prize package um, package for me. And even though Kearney's not here, I still uh, want to honor that because um, I did run it. And um, I, I want to honor the, the, the person that we chose and, and ask the question. And, in fact, I'm going to answer the question. <laughs> so, um, 
I'm just going to ask it. And if Carney comes on, um, I'll still ask the question. Sure. Here. Um, so the, the winner is, um, is actually Doxaholic um, from bariatricpal.com. And the question, uh, I don't know if it was a he or she, actually. The, the question that he or she asked, I'm guessing it's a she, was, did your voice change after weight loss surgery? And um, the reason I'm able to answer this is because I'm a singer. So. Right. A very good singer and yeah. composer, songwriter, and trumpet player. Oh, thanks. thanks. Yeah. yeah. So um, for me personally, yes, my voice did change. The first, um, the first few months, I had a lot of trouble with support um, just because in, my, in your abdomen, that's where, you know, everything happens. That's where the surgery is, and, and everything is really delicate and sensitive there. So I had a lot of trouble with support in general. Um, I also was... Uh, I had a, a whole separate issue going on with my kidney. I have um, I have kidney problems um, that was that were pre-existing before my um, my gastric bypass surgery, and at the same time I was dealing with that as my surgery. So I had a couple of extra health issues going on at the same time. So um, I had heard that my voice would change after surgery, but uh, I was. Very defiant. I was like, no, it's not going to, nah, my voice is going to be the same. But after my very first gig, I had all my friends came to my first gig after surgery, and, and I asked them, I said, so what do you think? Did you, you know, did, did my voice change? And they were all very hesitant. They were like, um, yeah. And I was like, really? And they're like, well, what's, what's different? And they said, well, it's not quite as big as it used to be. And I was like, wow, oh, that sucks. <laughs> but it's true, you know, I mean, your body is your instrument, and your voice resonates in your instrument, so it does change. So, so you have to, like, retrain, you know, a little yeah. bit, or your muscles differently? Yeah, I had to, um, it, it was a lot of listening to my own voice. I did a lot of recording and listening back, and really kind of listening to the difference in timbre and, and um, the resonance of my voice. And um, it, I think there was a lot that I could do, but there was a lot I couldn't do. I mean, the, the difference in the size of my instrument is not something I can change. So, right. um, so I just had to, a lot of it was just being comfortable with the fact that my voice was different and, and I was going to have to use it in a different way. So I was, I, I chose that question because I really wanted to hear what Connie's current answer was. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, but anyway, so Dr. Holick is the winner and I will notify her on bariatric. Uh, pal.com. Good job, Dr. Hollick. Yeah, thanks. That was a great question. And thanks to everybody else who asked questions as well. Um, there were a lot of really great questions. And if you're not familiar with the forums on bariatricpal.com, go check them out because there's a lot of really excellent forums on there for all different types of surgeries before, pre, and post-ops, and just lots of great stuff there. Um, so now let's talk about Mr. Danny Miles. In our overcoming obesity section, um, Jean gave us a little a little rundown about him earlier. Ms. Power Girl, she uh, <laughs> she another southerner with, yeah. with, with a great voice. <laughs> you hear my, my lousy accent? So, <laughs> no, but you're learning. So you, you've been hanging around me too much. Um, the southern accent is a contagious one. My husband, who is of the north, right, has right, a little mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Of your people, <laughs> he's been so influenced by me. <laughs> I, 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 I love an accent. I want one, but instead I just have ka pa, pa, and 
But you know what? But there's nothing worse than a fake accent, as in Eric Hikes, that bite guy in the fat fraud thing. Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk about him. We'll talk minute. about him later, but I, I just don't like posers of any stripes. Right, right. We are who we are. Embrace what we got. Right. <laughs> and you know who's not a poser? Mr. Jamie. Yeah. Right, Jamie. Right. So, Jamie, okay, let me give you the, the rundown. So, first of all, Jamie's website is actorjamiemiles.com, and I will spell his first name for you just in case there's any confusion. It's J-A-M-I-E, and Miles is just the way you would think, M-I-L-E-S, so it's actorjamiemiles.com. So, in 2009, Jamie was approaching a milestone birthday. He did not say which one. <laughs> um, well, we won't talk about milestones. Yeah. We no, 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 no. And uh, <laughs> he decided that at 325 pounds, he needed to make a change. And so, he decided to take the leap. And he underwent lap dance surgery. Um, and he had that at, oh, you know what? I have it on my other sheet here. Hold on one second. I have a, a different page here. He had that at, give me one second, I have the other page that I have to open here. He had that performed by Dr. Christopher Hart at Emory Johns Creek in Atlanta, Georgia. And he, at the time of the surgery, he just wanted to be healthy. He just wanted to lose the weight and get healthy. And he had no idea that that would lead him to pursuing one of his biggest passions, which was acting. He always had an interest in that, but he never had the courage to follow through. But right around when he lost about 60 pounds, he noticed that the acting industry was really starting to grow in Atlanta. And, you know, I think that's a lot of those reality shows, you know, like yeah. Real Wives, Real Housewives of Atlanta. And Atlanta's it's a big yeah. market. I mean, that's where Turner Broadcasting is and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's where CNN got its start. I so, and I know about news. I you Power Girl. So he decided to take the leap and started working as an extra on shows like The Walking Dead and Drop the Diva. And then he started. That's a lawyer show. Dropped at Diva. Yeah, good lawyer. That. that was a good show. Um, and he decided to take a more active role and really pursue his dream and career. So in 2010, he signed on with the Jane Van Dyke Agency, and he's never looked back. He had, he worked a full-time job in reality TV uh, with talent, and he also worked as an actor. When he's not working his full-time office job, uh, he's out on auditions, working scenes, studying his craft as an actor. Uh, in acting classes, and he's also working directly with an acting coach. And really exciting, tomorrow morning on Saturday, October 15th, you can see him in the family crime drama series on CBS, The Inspectors. It's different uh, different times for different locations, so you'd have to check on CBS to find out what time it's playing. I think um, on Eastern Time, it's 11.30 a.m. I, I am doing that off of memory, so I could be wrong. But um, but you can check him on Facebook, search for Jamie Miles. Um, but again, it's CBS's The Inspectors. So if you go to CBS's website, you can check and see what time that's on tomorrow morning where you, where you are. But you'll be able to see Jamie um, on that show tomorrow morning, which is a really exciting thing, considering that just a few years ago, he wasn't acting at all, and now he's on CBS. Uh, television program, which is fantastic. So it's fantastic. That's great. It's yeah. a lot changing for him. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty Wait, Jamie. Yeah, so that's great. So he's doing lots of great stuff. Check out his website. Um, he's also on IMDb. Check him out there. See his, his um, resume. And uh, he's doing. He's just doing lots of great things. It's very inspirational. And uh, you know, he's our. He's a great feature for our overcoming obesity segment. And um, 
So congratulations to Jamie. Uh, his website, again, is actorjamiemiles.com. Check him out tomorrow morning, Saturday, October 15th, on CBS's The Inspectors. So congratulations, Jamie. Well done, Jamie. Yeah. Yay for the South. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. <laughs> You're welcome from the South. <laughs> There's more to come. He has another announcement on November 1st. That's very exciting. Wow, looking forward to it, yeah. Jamie. Hey, Jamie, thumbs up for you. Good job. Yeah. So we've done our, we've done our uh, overcoming obesity segment. Now we have some more to talk about in the fat fraud segment. Um, I'll talk a little bit about Stasia. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go too too much into now that. Now, who tell us about Stasia? Who who is Stasia? Is that a person's name? Yeah, it's kind of like a disease, but I shouldn't say that. <laughs> okay. You had. To, I'm sorry to report, Tanya, but I think I see some Stasia yeah, on your arm. Yeah, I know. Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> I a small case of the Stasia. Yes. So okay. So here's here's the thing about Stasia. So I. I'm, How do we spell I'm, Stasia? If people well, want to Google it. Nickname for Anastasia, but it's S T A S I A. Yeah. All right. So, and I'm I'm new to the story, and I just sent you the link, so I know that you did you didn't get a lot of um, info on her yet. And I'm I just have a, uh, just a basic amount of info on her as well. We have a cursory analysis for now. Right. So she's we're just we're just introducing the story. Scratching the surface. Yeah, yeah. So scratching the surface, but we're gonna do we're gonna dig a little. We'll give it a thorough this. treatment, like I'm giving you on Pastor Matt Baker. Right. Get thorough. Right. Yeah, we're gonna look more into this, but. <laughs> But um, but it's it's pretty interesting because she apparently okay so first of all she's on uh, Facebook as um, I think it's it's just Asia and and Asia 2.0 so she's on Instagram this is the big thing is Instagram and she's Asia 2.0 and it's it's spelled out Asia S T S T A S I A the number two the word point and the number zero so apparently what gone on with her was that a few years ago she weighed 500 pounds and then she lost about 100 pounds which is is commendable that is commendable that's a lot of weight to lose yeah 100 percent yeah but um apparently she's been kind of riding the wave of that 100 pounds for a while now and um she's there's a there's a website called gomi g-o-m-i which is sort of like a snarking website right it stands for get off my internet yeah (laughs) And they, they follow a lot of these type of stories where there's like a lot of uh, a lot of fraud and a lot scamming of scamming and yeah. just kind of nefarious activity. Right. They check it out. Yeah, and so there's there are, there is like hundreds of pages about Stasia on there, so you can see why we have not dug <laughs> very deep yet. Um, but apparently, she uh, she's used her. Well, first of all, she is. Uh, I guess unemployed um, and has been for quite some time now. She's a multi-level marketer. So she sells that mascara stuff and she's, uh, and so she, that, I guess that's what she does for a job. Um, and apparently I'm also uh, self-employed, but apparently I've been doing it. All You've been wrong. doing it all wrong, Tanya. All, all wrong. wrong. I mean, you need to take some pointers here because this is a money maker right yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> this girl is. I, I'm. I've got to take some, some pointers from her. And I'm self-employed also. I mean, we're, 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 I'm paying close attention to this. Yes, because yes. she. So here's the deal with her. So uh, this has not happened once. This has not happened twice. Not even three times. This has happened numerous times, where she has 
gone to her Instagram. She's got she has got a huge following because of her weight loss. And so she and she also got a huge following because of what she did after the weight loss and after having all of these people follow her. And the thing is, is we didn't know the story of what's been going on with, with her GoFundMe accounts. You, you might think that she's sort of a likable character and that she's done something really good with this weight loss. But the thing is, is that she hasn't done anything with the weight loss for a long time. And so and she'll, she's one of those people who, like, says she's going to do something and then she doesn't follow through. And, she's, and so there's a lot of, like, and I like to, and all of us do stuff like that. Maybe we don't follow through, but the difference is, is Tanya and I don't do a fundraiser to right. pay for a malingering. Right, and and you, you know, know. There's, and there's a lot of controversy with GoFundMe right now because a lot of people are using it for just personal, personal things yeah. like, oh, I need a new computer. Let me just put a GoFundMe out there. Right. Um, instead of, you, you know, know, like kids who have cancer and need to have their price or for people who have a yeah. legitimate need or have a legitimate crisis in their life. Right, right. So, so what she has done is that I guess, and this is, this is, okay, I'm just going to tell you what she just did a day, a day ago. Um, apparently, she, uh, she had her lights turned off for three days and she was evicted from her apartment after only signing a lease one week ago. And um, then she, her mm. friend. I thought you'd have 30 days notice to be evicted. Yeah, it was very sketchy. Mm. And um, and so she, her friend put up a GoFundMe, which has happened numerous times before, saying an urgent GoFundMe. An urgent GoFundMe, an urgent yeah. GoFundMe that she needed to have um, donations coming in because she was about to be evicted from her apartment. And then, of course, what happened was it went on to say that she can't get a full-time job because she's discriminated against because of her weight. Um, when, in fact, I don't think she's looking for a job. And she's... Uh, it's just, well, and in fact, she did say her job was being on the computer at one time. That's right. what alienated some of the GOMI guys and gals. Yeah, and she just, she, she just uses her weight for an excuse for everything. And... But... The crazy thing is, is that she got her rent paid in a, in a day. Oh, she gets it. I mean, she gets the money. People, it happens. People donate. There were a lot of comments saying that, you know, there were a lot of negative comments, which she deletes immediately. But I was hmm. like, I'm doing this all wrong. She just had her rent. I mean, I could have my mortgage paid. Well, and I guess I just do it. She started on Instagram where she'd post, like, motivational, like, pictures of herself and little tiny people yeah. on the beach or something, but... She has a power over people that makes them open up their checkbooks for her. Right. She she's you know? very um she 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 has like this poor me like sad little girl kind of thing, but she's got to be in her thirties or something at least. And I mean, yeah. people buy her groceries. They pay yeah, her bills. They bought her groceries. She and you know she the the thing about her is she's she's always very appreciative of it. She's you know she's thankful and but um but she bought what did she what she, she bought back computer that was over $2,200. Oh, yeah, and she and she goes on there to say that, you know, she's bad with money. She's got bad credit. Look, you know, like a lot of people are like, hey, look, you know, I understand. And is but, it first class air travel? Yeah, but right. that's the thing. She said that she came into a lot of money over the year, or the past year from her unique sales, and she spent it all. And she just wants you to be understanding that she's bad with money and she needs help now. So well, she, her money. she also said, you know, everyone does it. Most people don't have savings. But, you know, I was getting 
to be like in 2,000 a month or something. I just sent it all. I just sent everything because I always thought it was going to be this good. But now I don't have any money left. And I'm just like everyone else, so give me money. Right, but, and, that, and that's her logic, but apparently it works for her. It works. I can't. I can't understand it. People are, and but then she ties it into that too. So it just it it really bothers me. It bothers me because she. I mean, first of all, she lost a hundred pounds. She she goes to the gym. She's you know well she at least posts that she's going to the gym. She, There's been allegations that she's been untruthful about her size of clothes and weight, which I don't care. I don't think people have a right to know that unless you're having a GoFundMe page where you're telling people, you know, pay me because I'm going to on this journey of weight loss or something. So, you know, like I, there's a lot of people that support her though. So, I I mean, I don't know how much of her weight loss is true and not true and how much effort she's really putting in, not putting in. Um, But the GoFundMe is just, it's, if you if you go to her Instagram, Stacia 2.0, the number two, the word point, the number zero, you can find a link to the GoFundMe page, and then you can read the the friend's um, introduction to it, and then you can read Stacia's update afterwards, where she says, where she basically says that she's entitled to this, and um, and she needs people to be understanding. It's really unbelievable, actually, and and um, and I'm I'm. I'm just, I, I'm, it boggles my mind. But, but she's one of the stories that we're gonna we're gonna follow and um, and kind of keep an eye on. I mean, I guess a lot of people have been following us for years. <laughs> we're well we're late to the party. And listen, as you can guys can tell, when I grab onto something, I am very thorough, and I will get to the bottom <laughs> of this. Uh, that's right. That's right. Because the devil is always in the details. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So and then we've got we've got one more story that we're going to talk about. <laughs> oh boy, this is our favorite story, <laughs> isn't it? How Tanya and I met, so That's it's right. always near and dear to us. Oh, you start, Tanya. Eric Heitz. Eric Heitz, Mr. Fat Guy across America. We didn't make that name. He calls himself that, all right? I don't like he's I don't like calling people fat or whatever, but he's proud of that moniker, Fat Guy across America. This is, okay, first of all, if you don't know the story that we're talking about, this is how you can find out about it. And you will get sucked in. You will get sucked in just like we have. Exactly. Okay. Um, the first thing you should do is you should Google fat guy across America scam uh, or fraud. Either one. Yeah. It'll get you there. Yeah. So Google that. Or you can Google fat guy across America, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. Um, and because he was on Dr. Phil and Dr. Which is Phil. is a very good primer for yeah. this. Very, very good. He exposed him as a, as a scam artist. Um, and then you can visit his website, but his website is completely out of date. You won't get any information. Look him up there. on Facebook. Yeah. Fat look, Guy Across America. Right. If you look him up on Facebook, Fat Guy Across America, um, you can follow his page. But you should know that he completely sanitizes his page. If there's any kind of negative comment that's left on his page, he immediately deletes it. He spends all of his time on that page. I mean, I don't know how he gets work. Oh, wait, he doesn't do anything. That's That's all he does. He spends every waking moment. I don't know when he drives or whatever, because that dude is always on. Yep. <laughs> so, but you'll also find a couple of uh, groups that are exist completely to discuss um, the, the naysayers. Right, right. <laughs> the quote haters. He calls them the haters with a Z at the end. 
But there are the literally hundreds of people that discuss this because yes. what happened was he was another person who started this journey. He said he was going to um, – his original mission statement was that he was lose 500 pounds. He was going to get on his bike and ride across the country to win back his wife. East to West Coast. Yep. To win back his wife, to lose the weight that he had gained. And to prove to people that um, that he could do it, and um, it started out oh, innocently. I wrote down the mission statement. Oh, Here it is. He wants to ride his bike to lose weight, get his wife back, write a book, and earn a nest egg for he and his wife. But he left him like a year before. All right. He earned it, but he also yeah. <laughs> and so, okay. Continue, Tanya. I, I, I did write down the original. This changes a lot, but this is how he started oh, out. Like, yes. <laughs> So, um, so this was in June of 2015, right. 2015. So, so he originally said that his start weight was 567, and then he proclaimed that he lost 60 pounds in two weeks. So his real start weight was um, 507. That's what he says. So, but then there's no verifiable weight weigh in anywhere. Like you just except on the Dr. Phil show. Right. <laughs> you just can't find a weigh in anywhere. It's it's just like you just it's nowhere to be. He's found. always acting like oh, I can't find a scale or he'll do the deal like him you know when you like kinda of wobble back and forth on your scale, you can kinda of make the reading get all wonky. He always acts like, Oh, I can't stand still on a scale. I don't right. know what crazy. But anyway, so so the story got picked up. Uh, you know, a news outlet found it, and this is this is the problem with the news. In they, July, they would, he, got, he got a news, um, it got picked up, and then all of a sudden his GoFundMe account blew up. Yeah, he, he turned it as a special interest story, and it really right. caught fire, and the New York Times even reported on this right. epic hero's journey, right. like Odysseus, like yeah. that. So he ended up getting like... <laughs> Like twenty thousand dollars in donations. That's some and, good scratch. And that was just some GoFundMe. <laughs> he also had PayPal, so people were donating there too. And, and, and what was originally this money for? What was it supposed to pay for, Tanya? Um, camping, and camping equipment, supplies, bike supplies, and yeah. And so instead, what it ended up paying for was uh, hotel rooms. His, wife to join him. Airline tickets. Right, airline tickets for his wife to join him once it got to 15K. Yeah, wife returned him after that GoFundMe, like, hit it in high gear. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> then they started dining out quite a bit. And, and then the mission statement changed, seeing cool people, people and, cool and experience places. cool things. Right, which so really... send me money to do that. Right. And it was, it just became this complete... Circus. So he began in your fair state, I believe, of Massachusetts, didn't he? Yes, that's he sure that's did. where this epic journey began. Yeah. And he thought, what, did he make it to Rhode Island and got stuck there for three weeks? Yeah, I think he was there two months. And why was he stuck in Rhode Island for so long? What happened? I remember what happened. He said the press found out. Oh, yeah. And he was literally on the phone and emails and text messages for a week. So much press avail. Right. It was just so, so much, much. Right. So much. Swamped. With swamped. His, with I mean, none of this is for a paid gig or anything. It's just, you know, right. can we interview you on the phone? But every time <laughs> he did any kind of media um, media interview, he lied. He, he lied. lied. He blatantly lied about what he was doing. 
the, the media, this is the bad thing about the media, is that they never researched anything. Yeah, they, they just accepted what he told yeah, them. Yeah, they accepted it at face value because it was just a fluff piece. You know, they, they would they would do this like human interest fluff piece and not really look further and into it. And it promoted them. Right. And then he would get newsworthy and he'd get more contributions. Exactly. But anytime they, they did the piece or it was shown, you could see in the comments section all of these people saying, do you research, research any of this stuff? Like, he has not done anything he said. So you see all the negative reaction because people who are following the story or that donated money and expected him to live up to his word and then were really disappointed that he did not. Um, because one of the, the things he said was, I want to show people that fat people aren't lazy and that fat people can do this. And he actually administers. I can't even believe that he still does this. He gives people advice on fitness. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He gives people advice on fitness, diet, cycling, everything. And also, he had zero preparation in the cycling journey. He didn't train. He got a used bike from somebody. I'm just telling you, I I mean, that's a huge thing. He advice from professional cyclists. He smokes. He admitted on on, on Dr. Phil, he smokes 12 cigarettes a day. And the sad thing, the cycling community, which they're intense and they're serious, they really supported Eric at first. I thought this was great. Everyone was giving out free cycling stuff. They want him to succeed. It sounded really exciting. And the the cycling community is great. I wish I was a good cycler. They are very supportive, but they're very serious about their sport. All right? So so cracks start showing here in Rhode Island. All of a sudden, he's just hanging out. Right, right. He's, he's not, not going, going anywhere. anywhere. He's going to and he's in one of the most expensive cities in the country. Oh, and not yeah. that. In <laughs> Newport. And all of a sudden they start having all of these health issues. They're, they're going to um, strange, uh, uncommon ER, diseases right. that people usually she's, don't get. Yeah, she's got, she's, well, and then it turns out, well, we should talk about that a little bit. The, the wife ends up having this really shady background. Yeah, she's had, she's had a GoFundMe for cancer, I think, but she yeah. didn't have cancer. Yeah, it was, it was very, it was very, they had um, what looked like a cancer benefit for her, but then she later said it wasn't cancer, it was um, a different disease, but it, but she had to have chemotherapy or bone transplant. But was, she didn't have any of those things, so she comes from a scamming background, and also, I think a dubious record of source, but right. I don't know the exact details on that, so I'll refrain from that at this point. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so lots, of, lots of accusations, and, and so, so all of a sudden, here they are, and you're getting this good press, so, but people are starting to find out, including close friends of his. Right, right. And so he gains out a couple months in Rhode Island, but then he finally makes his way to... But he's not doing any riding. No that's riding. That's the important thing. He's not for riding anywhere. For a couple weeks, but then he and finally... And get not camping. So finally, he makes his way to Philadelphia, right? But I think he drives there. I think he I think he rode his bike eventually to Philadelphia because he always wanted to climb up the Rocky Steps. Right. Oh and my they God. Had reporters there, and they even weighed him, and he didn't. Well, and well, he lied about, about this. Yeah. Because it was this weight. big. It was this big media event right. that he was supposed to ride his bike there, and then he was going to run, run up, up the, the stairs. stairs. Right. So what happened was he. He got there, and then something really shady happened where he was out of sight for a little bit, and then the bike chain broke. 
so they can that's always breaking on his bike. Oh, There's always breaking, like, oh, I can't ride today, like, uh, my handlebar fell off or whatever. You know, right. It's always like, something. But nobody ever sees it happen. And after riding your bike forever, I mean, listen, I know, I know how to change wheels. Yeah. I'm not even that good at the cycling thing, but I could change a wheel, especially if I rode a freaking bike every day. All right. Yeah. I would have it set up. But so, <laughs> so he had to be driven to the Rocky Stairs um, instead of riding his bike as planned. And then he, it was a very rough climb. And then he got up to the top and they had him weigh in. Right. And his, remember, he said that he weighed 507. That's right. And then when he weighed in, he weighed how much, Jane? Oh, I remember in Philadelphia. Oh, sorry. Oh, I think I've written down. Oh, no. when was, okay, I know how much it was. That was in um, July 514. So he actually had gained weight. I did have it written down. He gained weight, and then he tried to say that it was a scale or that it was. He's always blamed on the scale and all these outside forces. Also, when he first took off, he had a sponsor of some type of um, supplemental foods, and they gave him a scale. They They gave him a complimentary. They gave him free food too. Free food, but he never weighed himself on. They say I don't have a scale, and they go like, "Didn't the the weight guy give you a scale?" He could have gone to any bariatric center and weighed in. But he wouldn't do it. You could go to CVS and weigh in. Right. He would, he would <laughs> never do it. And when people sort of started to demand it, they were very shady. And so, um, so he, he wasn't weighing in for very obvious reasons. So in Philadelphia, Philadelphia, they come to a grinding halt. Right. What? He flies back, what, to Indiana for a while? Right. Uh, he's, from, he's from, like, up in the Terre Haute region of Indiana. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to blame the state of Indiana on Eric Heisen. <laughs> People probably don't, Tony probably doesn't know this, but I was actually born in Indiana. I did not know that. I was born there. I lived there for six months of my life, and then we moved. My father was a Texan, but, um, and then we moved to Maryland, and then we moved when I was four. I started living in Texas. But I'm not going to blame the state of Indiana, but he lives up, like, kind of in the more rural part, like by Terre Haute, in that kind of woodsy, sticksy area. Yeah. I'm not going to smurfs those that live in the woods because I'm from the south and whatever. <laughs> but but that's where he lives. So he, 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 he but he's still like raising money for this journey. Next thing we know, he's in Florida. Right. Not cycling from Pennsylvania to Florida. Driving. Driving. driving, driving because yeah. all of a sudden they get an RV. Right. Now they've got an RV. It's a junk RV. Right. Which, that's cool. But guess what? You have a kind of a piece of junk. You're going to need a lot of repairs. Right. You know? I mean, and, and the other thing is that the, the entire time, you know, well, first of all, let's talk about, let's talk about, pers- the, well, I'm not going to say the name of the company because, yeah. All right. So he's dropped from the sponsor. The sponsor drops him because he's not adhering to the diet and he's also not losing weight. And, and the sponsor tried to be diplomatic about it. We have different goals. We wish Eric the best, but he got right. totally done right. So, <laughs> and and they're spending they're spending the donor money left and right, left and right. I was doing karaoke because also Eric is a part time DJ <laughs> and karaoke singer. The interesting thing is that he actually can sing. He's not a bad singer. Yeah, he really isn't. Yeah, and he and he can draw a little bit too. And he's an okay drawer. I just think he needs to focus a little bit. Well, like everything else in his life, he put no effort into right. either of them. So, and we have some serious. And we'll get to this on another show. We have some serious background on this guy too. Because oh yeah. There have been family members that have had enough of the grift across America. Right. Well, you know what? That's probably a good place to to stop. So, so 
we, we're leaving him in Florida, but you know what we're going to tell you is that he, we're going to, we'll leave him in Florida, Florida, and then we'll do some background next time. We'll let you know this. He did make it to Texas. Woo! And then from it's Texas. Right. Did you know that it gets hot in Texas in the summer? No. Did you know that? Yeah, no. Really? <laughs> Little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so when it got hot in Texas, he decided to hustle it back home to Indiana, where he's been no, to go to boot camp oh, in yeah. Indiana. The boot camp, <laughs> which was supposed to be for 30 days in Indiana, but he's been there almost four months now. And we must be really ripped by now, right. all that boot camping. Right. So now he's made this announcement two weeks ago that in four days he was going to have a new sponsor that was going to fund him for the rest of the way to California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tonight mm-hmm. he made an announcement. No news about this sponsor yet. But so, it's still going to happen. We're, we're, we're yeah. gearing up. We're going to go back to Dallas anytime now, but I still need to go to the dentist because my teeth are falling out. Right. So That's my best Eric accent. So <laughs> the reason we follow this story is because he is using his weight and his obesity um, as a um, means to basically fund him and his wife on this paid vacation for the past year and a half. And um, he is fulfilling every awful stereotype absolutely and it's just such an obscene story and so if you we're going to talk a little bit more about it next week we'll keep talking about yeah, it we're because this is a show i won't use a better it word is, this is a show that never ends it really is it's like watching a reality show that it's just you can't and say that was his, he really thought that he's going to get a reality show gig out of oh, this, did, out of his did. awesomeness but well and we'll also talk more about dr phil but if you guys want to really get educated on this just Google Eric Heitz, Dr. Phil, yep. and Eric that'll Heitz, answer Dr. all your Phil questions. Or, or Fat Guy Across America, America, Dr. Phil. Yeah, and look at his Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. You're welcome, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're giving him more publicity. Please don't, whatever you do, don't donate to him. Don't, don't give him any money. It. You'll yeah. know it. Yeah, so on that note, it's time for us to wrap up. And um, I'm, you know what, I, I apologize to everybody. I, I'm not sure what happened with Carney. Um, but we'll find out. We'll let you know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, we'll let you know what happened. My guess is that she's still uh, shooting the video and couldn't get away. And uh, that is unfortunate. But I think we did a great job. We did a great job. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. We had lots of stories to talk about anyway. And I have tons of stories. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we can't talk. We can talk. <laughs> I can't tell you about my own legal travails because they're protected by confidentiality, but I can talk about the ones that aren't mine. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. That's right. Love That's right. So, um, you know what? We want to thank Jamie for sharing his story thank with you, us. Thank you, Jamie. Yeah, thank you. And don't forget to watch him tomorrow morning um, on CBS. He'll be on The Inspectors. Check your local time so you can watch him on that. Um, and also, of course, we want to thank our amazing sponsors for supporting us and uh, for being such great um, sponsors of the show. First of all, we want to thank Bariatric Pal. Don't forget to shop the store there, store.bariatricpal.com, and you get a 15% discount using either Diva Tea or Power Girl. And then also, release liquid vitamins and supplements at www.wellest.com. It's liquid vitamins and supplements. Yep, great and stuff right here. Right there. Iron's really tricky, so, you know, it's good to get the formulation that works best for you. Yep. And then we also have Slimpressions, which I'm wearing right I'm now. I'm looking forward to my Slimpressions. Yep. Slimpressions.com. <laughs> You'll get a 20% discount using Power Girl. And, uh, of course, we've got uh, Daddios.com, Rockabilly Clothing for the whole family. And they're, they're at Daddios.com. And last but not least. Bravo, Brav Head! Woo! 
Special brushes fine. Helps small butts. It helps people that lost a lot of weight, who've had surgery, augmentation. They're great. You can one in the South. We call them cutlets, but I like these better because they're not that rubberized. No, they're really comfortable. They're not going to give you a rash or anything like that. Yeah, they're super comfortable and easy to wash. They're yeah. fantastic. BravoBraPads.com. Um, check them out. And then uh, next week, we have a special guest on Alex Brescher. I hope I'm saying his last name right. Alex from BariatricPal.com. He is going to be on the show, and he's going to be talking all about BariatricPal.com. And also, he is a lap band patient, a successful one from 2003, and he's crazy successful. So he's going to talk about that. And also, um, he uh, he is um, – he has a, a – Holy, <laughs> I can't remember how to talk all of a sudden. He's going to talk to you about uh, surgery in Mexico. He's going to help you with um, some options for that and some information about that. So it's a really great program to turn into to, uh, next week, the 21st. I don't know what is wrong with me that I can't talk That's right all now. right, but he'll explain the options because a lot of people do ask questions about that. Yeah. So we'll learn about it from him. Yeah, next week, the 21st. Um, we are on every Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can listen to us streaming on any device at backstagepasswradio.com. And, of course, we're on Facebook Live right here on my page, which is Steve Tanya, and also on Backstage Pass Radio yeah, on Facebook. Seen on that one. And we're on, I'm on Twitter at Diva Tanya. And uh, we are on Instagram. I'm Diva Tanya on Instagram. If you want to see Jean's lovely artwork and find out a little bit more about Ms. Power Girl, <laughs> you can find her at Power Paint. Power Paint. Yes, yes that's right. So um, if you type in Jean Power, you'll probably find me too on Instagram. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so thank you so much for tuning in and uh, for listening to us for a whole hour and a half tonight. Yes. We have been gathering up a storm. Yes, we have. Yeah. All right. Well, it's great talking to everybody. We'll see you next week. Yeah, thank you so much. You guys have a great week. We'll talk to you next Friday. Bye now.